You're listening to Run, Are You Win? Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. As pastor of the Smithton Outpouring and the Kansas City Revival, Steve is a leading voice of revival worldwide. Steve shares his life-changing encounters with God, along with biblical teaching that equips you to experience and lead lasting revival. Come, run with Steve and expect God to revive us now. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Revive Us Now podcast. I am your host, Steve Gray, and we're going to talk again today, like I did on the last podcast. We're going to talk again today about holiness and how holiness plays into revival. And nobody's going to argue that it, that it doesn't. I mean, people know, as I said, you know, you say revival. How do you get revival? You say, well, you got to have prayer. you got to have repentance. And there's a uh, part of holiness has to be. It needs to be a revival of holiness. And we certainly need a revival of holiness in America, no doubt about about that, but people don't understand what holiness is, and then it it, it it kind of puts us in bondage when you read a scripture like this from Hebrews 12: "Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy." So if you take the the peace with everyone out, it would read like this: "Make every effort to be holy," and you realize, wow, uh, I thought holiness was this way up. You have a halo, and you're really spiritual in the clouds, and you're just talking to God, and you never have a bad thought. You've never made a mistake, and you're getting revelations, and I don't know. I don't know what we thought. I don't know what we thought holiness was, but it just seems like it was almost like unattainable because if you went up and asked somebody in any church, really, just about any church, you know, how holy are you? Are you holy? You know, they're going to, before they even answer, they're going to hesitate at least. And then they may come up with some kind, well, I'm trying to be or something, you know, you know, but let's get what it is, okay? Make every effort to be holy. And so what holy to me means is how do you do that? Well, we learned on the last podcast, but we'll go ahead and say it again, is it means to be set apart. And we talked about the temple where there was places and there were things in the temple, God's temple, that you didn't use for anything else but the temple. It was for God. And you didn't use it for God and then something else, right? And you just, it was just for God. Um, that's why uh, I don't want to get off on this for people that have no other choice, but I've never been a real fan of having church in homes when you have a choice. Now, some people don't have a choice. I've never been a big fan of people <laughs> of people getting mad at the church there. They got a beautiful church building and they got everything a church could want. And then they get mad at the pastor. They get mad. They get offended. They get upset. And so they go and they take a little group with them. And now they're having church in their house, you know. And uh, so I'm not a fan of that because you don't need to do that. You need to forgive and get along and learn to be, you know, the Christian values. And like this says, live in peace with everyone. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone, not get offended, upset, and go start a little house church and, uh, or like that. And there's a reason for that. There's two reasons. First of all, it's not good to split, all right? But there's another reason I didn't care for the house church. Now, I get it. If you had no place else to go and there was no church around that you should go, you know, there are places in the world that's what they got to do. Well, then I understand, but I never liked it too much because in those houses, right, maybe Saturday night, who knows what they watched on that television? There's the TV, and who knows what happened in that room, you know? Maybe you got a teenage daughter, and the boyfriend came out, and there they were making out on the couch on Saturday night, and then everybody comes in Sunday morning and worships God. Well, it's not holy. 
because it's not set apart for God's use only. If you're going to have it in your house, then get a room where it's that room is where we're going to meet. And it's we're not going to do anything else in that room but just meet for God. At least have a holy, sacred place. That's my little speech on it. And uh, I prefer you, though, go, go make up with the church you came from and forgive and go on. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. That's my little speech today anyway. So anyway, this says to be holy, to be set apart for God's use only. And it says, and without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Hey, let's do a little uh, context here uh, because a lot of people, as soon as they, they hear without holiness, no one will see the Lord. And immediately they jump out of this scripture and think, oh, that means when Jesus returns, when Jesus comes back, uh, we won't get to see you won't get to see him because you haven't been holy. Well, that wouldn't be wise to do it because you don't go out of the out of the time zone here. Live holy now. Live in peace now. Live holy now. Uh, don't fall short of the grace of God now. Don't let a bitter root grow up into you now. Don't be immoral now. Don't be godless like Esau now. You see, everything is saying to do is right now. Live this way now. Well, then you read all that, and in the middle of it is you won't see the Lord. Oh, that means whenever he comes. No, it means now. So if you read it like this, and it says, without holiness, no one will experience God. Oh, that'd be now. So don't get thrown off by no one will see the Lord, and see means when he comes back. It's without holiness, you're not going to experience God. You're not going to have a move of God. You're not going to be a part of what God wants to do in the world today because that's all this stuff is what you can do wrong and what you want to is experience God. And that's what a revival is. Revival is experiencing God. It's a connection, a divine connection to a higher level of experiencing God because we know God's everywhere. God's everywhere. But when he manifests himself and you begin to experience God on the highest level or a higher level than mankind, womankind, <laughs> to a higher level than humanity, a higher level than humanity was experiencing God or a higher level than you were experiencing God last week and suddenly God rushes in in the presence. Well, that doesn't happen by accident. So that's why we say repentance and prayer and, and making every effort to be holy and set yourself apart for God just makes it so much better that you, you increase the chances of having a God experience or experiencing God in your church or your family or whatever. But most of us... Uh, find that experiencing God is a very short experience. Churches have short, <laughs> great experiences, right? <clears throat> Excuse me, short moments of revival. And so what we need to do is learn to maintain, maintain a revival, maintain a God experience. So it's not like one and, and you know, oh, that was so great. That was a great service and then it's gone. Or maybe a week's worth or two weeks worth or occasionally doing it. We need to be able to maintain the experience of God, maintain the revival, all right? And so we do that. One of the ways that we can maintain a move of God is by holiness. Holiness maintains the move of God. And so remember, we're not talking about being a good person. Oh, I just got to be such, I got to be perfect, and then we'll have revival, and then, and then we'll maintain it by me being perfect. No, we're talking about setting ourselves apart and staying away from certain things. And so... Here's how I want to teach you to do it. We're talking about being a set-apart person, okay? A set-apart person. 
right? And if we'll set ourselves apart and stay there, just even when you go to work, you know, we're not going to put you on a mountaintop and say, stay on this mountain until church starts again. No, you'll go to work, but you're going to be set apart. You're not going to have the same things as everybody else in their mind and attitudes. All right, so here's a quick way, a quick lesson in holiness, how to maintain the presence of God. Quick lesson. All right. I've taught this for many years. There's some things you always do. There's some things you never do. And there's some things we need to decide whether we do. Got it? Easy. Some things you always do. Now, when you do this, you follow this quick lesson, you're going to remove two-thirds of the stress that everybody else has off of you because there's some things you always do, and it's already decided. If you have kids, it's a wonderful formula. Hey, family, come here. Here's, our, here's the house rules here, and you can start young with this. There's some things as a family we always do there's some things as our family's never going to do and then there's some things we're going to have to sit down and decide whether we do it right so there's we did that in our house there's some things and I can't name them all but there were some things we always do you know my family growing up or with the kids growing up and everything our family as as when I was a kid and then my family with kids we always went to church we didn't get up and decide, we're going to go to church. None of our kids ever got up. Uh, am I going to go to church today? Do we have to go to church today? We just decided. You, you might as well let it know. We, we're always going to go to church. We're always going to tithe. We're always going to be kind to each other in our house. We're not ever going to have anybody run down the hall, slam the door, and say, I hate you. That's not going to happen. We don't ever do that. And we always tell the truth. You know, we always love each other. We're always going to help each You know, so these are the kinds we're, we're always going to do that. All right. And then there's some things we never do. And it kind of what you set this up depends on the age and who's in your family. You know, but we're, we're never going to lie. We're never going to steal. You know, we're never going to hit each other. We don't punch each other in the nose, you know. We're not going to allow unforgiveness. We're not going to allow bitterness. We're not going to hold a grudge. You know, we're not going to talk uh, bad to each other. And if it's an age group, you might have to say, uh, we're never going to go to an adult chat room. <laughs> you know, we're never going to go to adult things on, you know, the wrong things. We're never going to watch. We, we used to say, in our, we're never going to watch R-rated movies in our house uh, because there's just no reason to do that. And so some things we always do, some things we never do. And that's two-thirds of it's already settled. We don't have to say, oh, it's already, well, maybe we should. We'll check it out. No, we just don't do it. And then there's some things we need to decide whether we do, and that sometimes that is movies. Should we go see that movie? Well, we better read about it, study about it, and all that. And, uh, and, some, and friends. Well, what about these friends? Well, we need to study, find out who they are, what they are, what they're like, and then we'll decide whether those are good friends for you or not we need to think about it and events and movies and friends and things so there's some things we have to decide if there's teenagers with a car how often do they drive where do they go what about a curfew all the, those things we decide as we grow and they grow and sometimes you stretch the curfew as they be more responsible so there's some things we always do family we're always going to do it there's some things we're never going to do and there's some things we'll decide whether we do. It takes the stress out of it, and you can live that set-apart life and, and holiness. And it's just a quick lesson in holiness and how to maintain being set apart, how to maintain holiness in your house. So, and, and, and so here, here, what they are is just some preset boundaries, preset boundaries uh, that will keep you safe and help you maintain 
the presence of God that you have now and increase in the presence of God until you have a true revival. I hope you got that today. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival. Revival.